I think we all need to stroke Harley's ego because Harley's trying to make his fucking exit from the pod. Harley's planting his early seeds. I can feel it in my I can feel it in my loins. You know when you know when Zach and Brandon and Jake just started dropping off and then they're like, it's not a big deal if I miss it. Uh, and then then all of them one day they're just gone and they don't come back. Harley's trying that. What? And uh yeah. I'm and, and uh he's what? gonna need some saving. His no, not getting that shit is uh, very telling. Harley said, Oh my hey, god, we reached two thousand listens. I guess I should quit. <laughs> Can't handle the heat. No, Harley, I didn't jump down your throat. Here's what happened. Hang on. This is for everybody, okay? Nate, the- your sunburned as shit. I can't handle the heat. <laughs> Harley, you can't handle the fame. I can handle the fame. I just have a problem with the sun. Here we go. <laughs> it is Tuesday, May 31st, 2022, and you're listening to the Tuesday Catch-Up, and we're starting today's episode off with a little bit of beef. 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 Harley and I are in full-scale war. Now, Harley's internet's not very good, so I'm going to give him ample space to respond here to a few of these. The current allegations, Stubing Brothers <laughs> residing, uh, current allegations are this. We agreed to do an, a segment that we had uh, shelved for a bit and bring it back. We agreed on this on Thursday right. via the text message. It is to write jokes about the news. We've done it before. We like doing it. Bitch. We're doing it again. So we put that in writing on the chat. Then... At five o'clock today, this is two hour, two and a half hours before recording. Matt says, "Don't forget your news stories." Cough, cough. Harley, Harley responds, "I'm not gonna be prepared. I let it slide until seven. And then Harley says, "I think I can get a wine or shine done, but I'm not doing news jokes." And so then I messaged him, Harley, you make me look bad when I have to be a dick to you in the group chat because otherwise I'm holding everybody to different standards. You don't get any more free passes. To which he said. Um, you're the one who wanted me to do the pod in the first place. I told you I'd be fine. Not, that is but- not you are heavily <laughs> paraphrasing right now. All right, please, please. The floor is yours. Harley. My, my allegations are this. My pod. allegations are this. I, Hey, none of you are doing me a favor by being here. I want you all to be here. How does that sound? Is that such a, is that such a villainous thing for me to expect that if we all agree to prepare for a segment, no, we do it. No, here's, here's where you're villainous. You got all all excited about doing this segment, which I have literally never contributed to before. You threw it out in this like five, five part text message. Hey, we're doing news next week. Anyone excited? Everyone else who had previously contributed to it goes, sure. I'll fucking go for it. I, hey, I hey, hey, went, oh, okay. I let me, let me cover you no. this. If everybody else is agreeing to a segment that you don't know about, rather than ask, you're like, yeah, I guess I'll just take a pass on this one. Huh? That's what, that's where your head's at. That's your, that your head so immediately wrong? goes to less work. Yes, it's so wrong. wrong. If you care, Harley, and then Harley goes, I don't like Harley's basically showing this nonchalant, like non care for the pod. Yet he asks me every three days how our listens are. I said, you get to choose if you care or not. You can either be a passive <laughs> participant and then <laughs> shut the fuck up during the weekdays or you can ask me how we're doing and contribute to it. And now, Harley, you have it's absolutely called, called written news jokes. Role. You gotta let writers write. No, and then Harley, Harley, were, Harley has the audacity. Harley it. has the audacity to say this. You know, I'm never prepared, so either make a bit out of it or stop crying. I said. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I said what? What did we do? Uh, I said. Demanded I said both. Harley demanded both. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do both. both. I'll, we'll, we'll get some uh, good time out of it. Now, Harley, you have absolutely contributed to the news before on this podcast. I really don't think so. You have. I think I've sent. I don't. I don't recall. Matt, Nate. I, I read, guarantee I Harley's written a joke for the podcast. The news one week. <laughs> 
Why do you hate fun, Harley? Why do you hate fun? What is it about you that hates fun? What bonus? I'm retiring in three days. Relax. Then I can have all the fun I want on the internet. Harley's going to have the (laughs) R word and the fag word uh, fest next week. Harley's going to be just absolutely going buck shit wild. I might let him host the first five minutes and just turn all of our (laughs) listeners against us. Right when we're catching a buzz, he's going to be dropping all the ism. So, Harley, what I would like, here's what I would like. I would like let's 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 get to an amicable solution rather than we fight huh here's what i propose is that when we do a group segment if you don't know what it is you ask or you uh or i just will expect that everybody who agreed to be in a segment comes prepared what do you propose where can we (laughs) what do you need harley to do this i would get explicit hey harley does this also mean you in this segment or harley this also means you in this segment can i can i ask this harley when have we ever done a segment where it's just us three, huh? And you're just sitting there. Besides when your internet's bad. Like, when have you ever been, like, just, like, presumptuously discluded from something? I'm not asking to be discluded. Oh, no, you're just I asking to be spoon-fed. You're, a t- you're the oldest person on the podcast no. asking for concrete instruction for everything. No, I'm just saying if you expect me to do something, make sure I sign on to said expectation. So now every week I should run every <laughs> segment by you individually. So when we all agree, when I put it in the public I'm chat, dropping the R word Harley, early. why are you it, being so retarded about this? It just, is no, it's just read this week's listen, news and listen, get over No, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna. But we have a chat. It has a segment song. Yeah, hang on. There's there's a chat with just us four. Right, it's not like I'm putting this out on social media, like, "Hey, we're doing these segments this week." Like, it is no. literally to the only member of the spot. I go, "Hey, we're doing these four things," and you're like, "Yeah, sucks for those guys." We could, we could go back and forth on this. I think we should let the Stubings weigh in because otherwise, this turns into just a Fredrickson fight. All right, please. I I don't think Harley's ever done the news. Fuck you, Nate. Really? After all, the one guy who's pushed for preparation in a good podcast just just stabbed me in the back. I turned to you. I go right, Nate, and the blade came through my heart. (laughs) At two, Brutus. Just uh, Matt. Can you at least side with me, Hayden? That's not what we're asking. We're asking for an impartial opinion. Matt turns his camera off. Matt just leaves. <laughs> uh no, I mean it's not that hard to come prepared, eh? Um I did it on the drive back with my wife. It was a fun activity in the car for us. Boom. Now now I feel like flying under the radar is the fact that I am prepared and I sent Hayden not one, but two news. No, jokes you stole one. Oh! I'm not reading a stolen joke. You get what was one. St- I didn't steal one. You sent me a screenshot and called it a joke. I sent you a screenshot of the news article. I think that's I a, think that I was think that's a, a harder quote. no, that's not a legit quote. I think it <laughs> Dude, is. All right, well, we'll read it and we'll debate on the pod. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Tuesday catch-up. We're so happy to have you, especially if you're a new listener. For those of you who found us via advertising the internet, we're so sorry that this is what your <laughs> intro into the podcast is, but that's the Tuesday catch-up difference, baby. Nate, hit the music. Oh, I'll hit the music. Oh, I'm gonna come. Give me pictures of Spider-Man! I don't know how to read at that point. Yeah. Not without beer. You gotta come back with something. The sauce is the must. <laughs> Put some fucking headphones in! You are listening to the Tuesday Catch-Up. Up. 
Ladies and gentlemen, this is the biggest podcast in uh, Wisconsin. That's just the way we're going to say it. With not, mm. not, Asterix, Manitowoc Minute, the guy doesn't even live in Wisconsin anymore. So not going to have it. Uh, Tuesday Catch-Up is the biggest podcast in Wisconsin uh, by, by far, by far. So if you have a favorite podcast and the hosts live in Wisconsin, tell them to move. It ain't happening. Around the table, I'm your host, Chum. We got Matt. We got Nate. We got Harley. It's the whole crew tonight. We're all feeling good. The positivity's in the air. It's Memorial Day weekend. Tease and peace to the troops. We're feeling good. Fellas, what's going on? How are we doing? Yabba dabba doo. I like that. Mm-hmm. Matt, how are you feeling? You, you've been traveling. You went to Florida for a wedding. Um, I, hear, I heard in the preamble that you were very sunburnt. Is that what I hear? Your boy got burnt trying to find my sunglasses in the ocean. I took a spill on a paddleboard, lost my sonny's day one, and then I spent two days trying to find him. Um, but I always get burnt. Can I-, I am that Midwest white that gets burnt in about three minutes of sun. You thought you could find your sunglasses <laughs> in the ocean. <laughs> No, yes. no, no, nay, nay, nay. Maybe the first 20 minutes. That's what we call a valiant effort, right? That's a frugal and yeah, valiant yeah, effort. Yeah, yeah. When you get to an hour, you're, you're, you're getting a little crazy. You, well, you slept. You went to bed. You had a breakfast, a coffee. You woke up and you went, hey, maybe the ocean hasn't washed them away yet. I'm going to go look again. That is correct. That is correct. It was about like six feet of water, pretty still out there. And I was just like, hey, you know what? Like worst case, I do some snorkeling. Which was true. It was a lot of fun. It was cool. But I um, also was trying to spite people telling me that I'm not going to find it. I was like, fuck you guys. I don't fucking find them. And then I didn't. So. Well, the spite, the spite looking for anything is one of the worst feelings in the world. When someone like when everybody's rooting against you and you're like, I, yeah. I know it's lost, too, but I'm not going to stop looking <laughs> like I imagine that's what like a lot of the early travelers felt like, like looking for the fountain of youth or like it doesn't exist. But God damn it, I can't stop looking. But that was you with your sunglasses. It, it sure was. But I tell you what, I made up for it with Corona lights and. Coors Lights on the beach, and uh, I'm a happy camper. So, well relaxed. Itchy, yeah. Itchy, but well relaxed. Sunburnt, unbothered, living your best life. No shoes. I have a shirt on, but I can take it off. You no should. Problems. I mean, wouldn't be, wouldn't be, wouldn't, wouldn't hold it against you. Um, well, tease and peace your sunglasses. Do you think you spent more money and effort looking for them as far as time uh, than it would have been just to buy a different pair? 100% could have gone to CVS down the road and gotten a pair of sunglasses. <laughs> but, the, but the joy of watching your vacation dwindle away with four hours of snorkeling around in circles, priceless. Priceless. <laughs> I saw a couple of fish. It was nice. Very, very cool. Uh, Nate, you also were near water. <laughs> yeah, I also am very sunburned. Uh, for the second week in a row. And you'd think that two guys who have skin cancer rampantly running through their family members would take better care of their own skin. But it looks like Matt and I are in the same boat once again. Dude, after I got sunburnt three weeks ago, I got a mole that started like it, it like, you know, when a mole starts to have attitude, that's what I got after the bad sunburn. Like it started to like frown at me and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> it was like, it, like uh, no. it, it was like, where did you come from, huh, buddy? Like it like grew from the from under. So, you know. Yeah. But uh, I was in San Diego. That was my first time being in San Diego. And uh, it is exactly like L.A., uh, but without 
all of the shitty parts. So it's awesome. Wow. Are you eyeing a move? Nice. Would you Would you move there? No, I I like L.A., but uh, San Diego might be a, just like a really good new vacation spot that's only like an hour how, and 45 minutes away. How many times did you go, ah, Santiago, a whale's vagina? Twice. Twice? That's <laughs> less than I thought. Yeah, I was going to set the over-under at five. <laughs> I was like, if you're there for yeah. a weekend, like <laughs> I could easily I could easily see it getting up to like 15. Like if like if especially if you get like blackout <laughs> drunk, like just walk, like stumbling down the street, San Diego. A whale's vagina. <laughs> I was only there for 24 hours, and okay, uh, the first good. time in good. front of a, a bunch of adults just didn't really land, so kind of deterred me. I mean, that's oh, enough to scar you. Me. That'll make so like a bunch of adult adults who obviously hadn't seen nor no or couldn't quote Anchorman. Yeah, about 40 something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh. That'll take the wind out of your sails. But mm-hmm. but glad you went back for a double dip. That's they say, hey, yes. I hear no bell. That's whatever. Whenever I'm like consistently bombing using it, like trying different, like the same joke, I'll like go back up and be like, I hear no bell yet. Like I'm just going back into the fight, just continue getting my ass kicked. And I don't need to do this, but I'm but I'm a glutton, you know? It's for the championship. Yeah, maybe they didn't hear me the first time. That's dude. Yeah, was, have I said that on this pod uh, where I like I read a tweet once where it was like the best advice I ever got was if no one laughs at your joke, it's not because they didn't hear it. Like, don't repeat it. <laughs> I've lived by that so hard. Like, if I say something and it like doesn't get the reaction, I'll just fucking clam up. I, I give myself an internal two minute timeout. <laughs> That's where this podcast is. It's probably a solid, solid way to go about it. I love the double down. Yeah, well, if I'm among friends, oh, hell yeah. I'll be like, I said. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. I think you guys were caught up listening to someone else. Let me help you. Uh, so that's good. Nate, I'm glad you had a good weekend. Any other notable stories from yours besides your and Matt's horrendous sunburns? No, I guess uh, my shine will be a little bit of a story from this weekend. Okay, okay. Harley, we're sending it to you. How are you doing? How is your weekend? Any notable uh, happenings that aren't your wine or shine? Uh, Yeah. Not not one, but two canoe paddles since last on the pod. Um, that was pretty sick. One was very eventful. We went to, went for school, and it was on a river that many of the kids were not prepared for. Um, so got to see a lot of boats tip. It's pretty hilarious. <laughs> Saw one canoe literally get bent. Like I've never seen a canoe in that, that shape, and it snapped <laughs> right back somehow once it was dislodged. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Now just a normal week, enjoying the last couple weeks until I retire from public education, until and I fire my company. You've earned it, Harley. You've earned it. We're gonna throw you a retirement Ooh. party next week. You, that, I, maybe we'll uh, we'll we'll think of something creative for you. But we're we're very happy for you. Um, and also, yeah, I've yeah. never met a person who like isn't you're in a canoe so fucking often. Like I, I, for a man who has three cars, you're on a boat more than anyone I've ever met. For somebody who's not Sacagawea, you are in a boat, a canoe, quite often. I'm sorry, Nate, could you repeat that? Uh, <laughs> the correct way to pronounce Sacagawea. Sacagawea? Some others, Sacagawea. Oh. I, I'm just trying to get the same rhythm as some of those pirates, so I figure the more time in the boat, the better my chances. True. What percent go. black are you, though? Go oh, wow. All right. I haven't I well, haven't taken anyways. Ancestry only or uh, twenty three in me, so I don't know. The verdict's out. I'm hundred percent Polak. Dude. <laughs> I love it. Um Harley, that's good. I can't wait to hear if your wine and shines. Um 
and we're excited to celebrate your retirement. Uh, my I, my week had really no notable happenings except for the fact that I, again, continue to be a magnet for crazy people, a magnet for people who just yes. really need like they just like you. They know that they need an ear and mine are big enough. Like, you know what I mean? They're walking around. <laughs> I imagine these crazy people are like Terminators. One of their eyes is scanning for people who are like not totally turned off to conversation. Like, I don't do a great job of presenting myself as someone who shouldn't be approached. In fact, I, I usually have a dumb fucking smile on my face or I'm like pondering something or other and so people will come up and they'll just talk to me like i like I, they've known me forever um so on friday i did a show in uh michigan kingsford michigan the charcoal city and uh yeah before the show they have an open mic and so then like you know the people who live in the charcoal city will come up and do comedy for the first time or the circuit second oh, or third boy. time whatever so this lady came up and she's like i'm gonna do She's like, hi, I'm signing up again. I don't know if you remember me. I'm like, yes, I remember you. There was only three of you last time. There's no way I couldn't. She's like, I'm going to do it. Um, uh, I'm doing more than last time. I was like, "How? what do you mean? She's like, I'm doing 15 minutes. I went, what? <laughs> it's like, how many times have you fucking died? Like, I don't know. Listen, I think it's kind of hard to imagine, like for people who aren't ingrained in this like 24-7, 15 minutes is a fucking eternity. Like it's a, so long if you're not doing great or if you're not prepared for that, like if you've never public speak it spoken for 15 minutes, remember our speeches in high school, they were three minutes and that felt like you'd yeah. never, like it would never end. Like you couldn't believe you got to four minutes or three minutes. 15 minutes is a movie when you're dying. And so she's like, I'm doing 15 <laughs> minutes. So she does her set and I'm going up cause I'm hosting the show right after. So she gets done and I'm like prepping my set, like doing like, like writing note, doing something I wanted to do here. And she comes up, she goes, what'd you think of the set? I go, sounded good like i don't know i was i said i to be honest with you i listened to too much already i don't really listen to people's sets like unless they ask me specifically to listen she goes well do you have anything i was like i like this joke as an x joke i like throw it on like i did hear that that was good you should you should build off that and she goes that's it huh i was like yeah i don't know like yeah probably sure whatever and she goes let's <laughs> she goes well maybe you weren't paying attention let me run through a couple and just starts doing her bits to me face to face before i have to go on stage i'm like hey can we fucking not you know and then i'm skipping a lot of details but the whole show goes on uh and then i'm sitting there and they give us a free dinner after so i'm sitting there having my food and she sits down and takes out her notepad and just starts running material past me and i'm still not mean enough to say fucking i can't right now and everybody else keeps doing like all the other people who are at that show they're like okay gotta go bye oh i gotta pee i gotta do this and suddenly i'm alone and i'm just on gilligan's island just getting absolutely cornered it's it was the worst hell and then Cut to the day after we're at a wedding and there's a very drunk lady who comes over and just starts talking shit about the people next to us to me as if I knew these people. She's like, look at his big fucking nose and his dumb hair. She goes, his dumb hair looks like a looks like a moth, like a like a butterfly, but a dumb one, like a moth. And the guy's looking at me and I look at him. I'm like, dude, I don't know who this is. Like, I have no clue. I've never met this woman in my life. Dude, Lucy had left me high and dry. I'm just dying. So, dude over it that reminds me of one of my favorite nicknames of all time when we were at a wedding and this guy who went to uh, he, she was Anna, Anna my wife's uh he was her kindergarten boyfriend for like a day right his name was Brian <laughs> and his now fiance comes up to Anna she's she, she's like hammered she goes uh, you're Anna Weber, right? And she's like, yeah. And she's like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> and she and she's like, you, you used to date Fat Brian, 
which is her fiance, who she called Fat Brian. That's a tough fucking like, name. That's if you're eight. I was like, man, <laughs> he wasn't fat. <laughs> if you're if your lady calls oh. you fat brian you are doing nothing but missionary and at that not even that you might be doing like the lazy cowgirl where you're turned on your side like those people are not oh, really doing in the closet it, Dude. Well, she yeah she doesn't <laughs> have, she doesn't allow him to to have that fat oh, brian God, it was oh. so funny and i was like i actually really like that name fat brian but not in that context. Oh, I have <laughs> some doozies pretty... of wine or shines for weddings coming yeah. up here. So I'm very All excited right. to get into it. But first, Good. we've talked about ourselves enough. We're doing the segment. We're getting into what's going on in the world. Nate, hit that fucking news music, baby. Whoa. News. News. It's the segment uh, where uh, we uh, run you through today's current events. The baby formula shortage has come to an end today after Jeff Bezos returned the truckloads of stolen baby formula, but only after realizing he couldn't make an army of Amazon slave workers with it. It is surprising that the world's biggest dick still doesn't know how to make a baby. <laughs> That's good. R. Kelly was released from prison today on good behavior, but further investigation shows that he was actually released because the guards were tired of having to change his sheets. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that he was singing in prison. I can't imagine a worse hell than being locked in prison with like uh, just the R. Kelly. Like knowing that, like just having a kid fucker just singing next to you. Anyways, I mean, he's got an angel's vocal cords. You can't complain too much. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden spoke to the families in Texas this week to talk about gun control and offer these words of comfort. Audio will play. So the best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you, that you. Uh, um, like to be able to. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man, we love Joe. Uh, never. I was I was gonna make a, a Texas joke and just call it like late term birth control, but then I was like, you know what? That's a little too on the nose. Jesus Christ! Oh, yes. it, 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 <laughs> whatever. I don't care. It's over. All right. Um, the uh, the Netflix hit documentary "Our Father is Sweeping the Nation," a story of a fertility doctor swapping treatments, fertility treatments with his own semen. Since the time uh, of the <laughs> of the discovery, over a hundred half siblings have been discovered using DNA testing company Twenty Three and Me. The spokesperson for the company said, "I think we're going to need more numbers." <laughs> that's a that's a Twenty Three and Me joke. Yeah, I bombed on stage, uh, yeah, too. That, I know, funny. I got it. No, I, it's not good. Oh. I don't know. Australian teens 5.8... Okay. Uh, in other news, uh, Australian teens 5.8-pound mushroom might be world's largest. Wooks gather from afar, and why? To see who can handle eating the giant shroom. Man eats three Carolina Reaper chilies in 8.72 seconds for the world record. He then promptly broke another record by having the spiciest shit ever. <laughs> uh, thank you <laughs> Man dresses elderly woman in a wheelchair Smears cake across the Mona Lisa At the Louvre The Louvre The Louvre The Louvre, the Louvre. Police found the assailant's plan B A wooden horse in the parking lot filled with cake If Operation Grandma didn't work <laughs> <laughs> uh, In headlines this week Joe Biden says he plans to curb their oil purchases from russia he vowed to go from entirely dependent to pretty damn dependent um <laughs> here we go uh, another one here 
in today's news, Nancy Pelosi's husband was arrested for drunk driving this week. Uh, the scariest part about the story was not his BAC, but his DOB. Uh, his judgment was impaired when he married Nancy, not when he decided to drive drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucked the headline up. Nancy Pelosi's 82-year-old husband. He's old as fuck. He shouldn't be driving. That's on me. Apologies. Um, uh, and then uh, an actor was finally honest this week. Uh, when asked what Han Solo's favorite color is, Harrison Ford says, I wish George Lucas would die. <laughs> and that's the news news (laughs) boy i'm glad that came back yeah that's good really bummed the 23 me joke fell flat so glad we all came prepared yeah that was good i listened and boy was it a smacker um all right let's uh in the spirit of the complaints and the overall the feeling in the air let's do uh let's do the people's favorite segment which is wine or shine nate let's let's cue up another segment song let's do it it is time to wine or shine it's the segment where we uh, we uh, shine light on something we liked this week or in general, or we complain about something we don't. Gentlemen, will you indulge me going first? Absolutely, dude. Okay. My wine. Uh, DJs at weddings. Oh, <laughs> this is a hot take. It is really, it's one of op- two options you have, right, is to get a live band or a DJ. I think there's maybe some thirds about maybe plugging your own phone in. But DJs are useless in every sense of the word. DJs are uh, uh, very selfish. They're not there for your day. They're there for their day. They're there to make crack jokes, and they think they're at, like, DJs fall in the fallacy of making it about themselves in, in what they think is the service of the room. This DJ in particular um, mm-hmm. not only got the bride's name wrong four times in a row, and each time he would get <laughs> it wrong crazy. a different way. He, would, he said Moira, uh, Mariah, uh, M- Maria, and then he finally said Mara, the correct bride name. I was like, boy, what a shit way to start. Uh, and people were like, hey, man, you're fucking it up, and he wouldn't stop. Um, and then his speaker system was ass. And then here's the most egregious offense, Okay. He would be playing a great song. He was playing from the window to the wall, you know, like, and listen, I'm going to get in another diatribe in a second here, right? But he's playing a classic. If you're going to play DJ music, that's a song to play. During one of the best parts, he slaps his fucking DJ tag on. It was like, DJ Hayes. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> absolutely stomping on the vibe. Like, I swear like to right God. Right in the middle of to the window. Yes. <laughs> Yes. To the wall, and then he puts in the tag. And then it was DJ Hayes. And then his tag was <laughs> turning Wisconsin into Wisconsin. I was like, I literally could have oh taken a gun and killed God. myself in front I, of everybody. I had the complete opposite experience with DJ Ronnie this weekend. And I'm just going to show a video of DJ Ronnie. He's the guy with the mustache. What is this? For those of you watching from home, Ronnie is... Was he just checking out that girl's cleavage? I'm sure he was, but he Ronnie, was behind a TV. He knows so how to party. Play, play the music, but he was so short, his eyes would be like this over the television that had like music <laughs> videos going. 
it was great for the smaller wedding, but he looked like, like uh, I, I don't even know. He was probably like 45 with a mustache and wearing like a, uh, it was just, it was hilarious. Like, and his name was Ronnie. Here's my thing. And I was like, this is. But this. Ronnie didn't step on the beat. Ronnie stayed hidden. This guy was like his, here's, here's my problem with wedding DJs. Okay. For one, most of the music that a DJ plays sucks. There's no need for it. We could do it. We could literally, you could build a playlist on your phone and have it arc out the night and you'd be fine. You never had to touch yeah. it once. His, his mm -hmm. big fucking value was that he would make the one song start while the other one ended. I'm like, Hey, Spotify does that too. It's called, it's like, it's not hard to set up. <laughs> and then his yeah. other trick he would do, which is something that anybody with fucking fingers could do is when a song would get to the point of the chorus where everyone knows the words, he would shut the volume off so that people could sing i was like hey congratulations dj hayes i i love that i publicly am lambasting this like good for him for doing his own business i'm sure he doesn't have to go to an office every monday but i just i digress i think that hire a friend with good music taste and don't let them have a microphone find someone else it just i'm done with wedding djs they annoy the absolute shit out of me can i get an agreement yeah. or is everyone against me no I think you're in the right too, especially if you do, if you have like a set playlist, like we went to a wedding uh, where there was a set playlist I, they, and I went to try and recommend something, toss in my, uh, my two cents. And uh, he goes, nope, it's a closed list. We have a, you know, closed playlist. And I'm like, then what are you doing here? Yeah. It's Go not hard. Toss on a Spotify playlist and take a nap or something. Like what, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. That but do you remember what happened with that? Yeah. Well, I, I, Got him to play Meet Me Halfway. Matt, can you tell the story? Dude, Nate goes up, he goes, play Meet Me Halfway by the Black Eyed Peas. He's like, sorry, can't play it. And Nate's like, it's a it's a, a love song about two like international people coming together, which is like what Jack, fellow pod listener and tomato boy, and his wife, Ankita, is from India. And so they had a long distance relationship for a long time. And I'm pretty positive that the song has nothing to do with that, but Nate was just trying to get the, <laughs> the song played. And he's like, nah, can't play it, whatever. Four songs later, it goes. he goes, all right, we have this great song about an international love song. Maybe <laughs> help. Just cucked you so like, hard, what dude. The fuck? <laughs> dude, it's so funny. <laughs> See, that's, that's good. That's fine. When he was, but this dude, it was, bit. it turned eight fifty nine, and then nine o'clock. He played Young Money's "I Want to Fuck Every Girl in the World." Like it was like it was like the fucking tone <laughs> shifted so hard, dude. I swear to God, I I thought he was gonna put his DJ tag over the father daughter dance. Like he was insane. <laughs> and then he like just it just was not it was not a great showing by him, you know. And I think yeah. the DJ has a responsibility to the room to make it not stink. Um, and then I'm gonna follow up with one more wine or before, and then I'll I'll pass it off. But I do have other stuff. Uh, one more wine. Um, speeches going too long. Uh, that, that to me is, it's tough, right? When you like to, not, to, when, when you're getting into the eight, nine minute speech, uh, like the father or someone else like that, like I've seen it at a lot of weddings. I'm a, I'm a stickler for like three and under four and under when it comes to wedding speeches, hit them with, hit them with the last, hit them with the heart and then get out of there while you're ahead. If you if you get a good pop, get, get the hell out of there. Right. Don't stick around. Uh, yeah, raise the glass, hit them with something good, and then get out. But there was a speech where uh, they cheersed four times because they just like they oh. would get a good thing and then they'd jump right back into the speech and then they were holding the mic. It was just it's tough. I struggle to listen to. I I struggle with public speaking, watching it. It hurts me. Um, so that's a lesson for you, Harley. When you're writing my best man speech, four minutes or less. You just gotta you gotta you gotta make it you gotta make it quick. Noted. 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 Nate, noted. Nate and I have a joint speech for you, chum, and it's under four minutes. So don't worry. 
Beautiful. Dude, okay, so here's actually the problem is with Lucy and I, like, we have a lot of people we want to give speeches. Like, I would love to have all of you guys say something. I want Joe and Sean to say something. Um, I Like, there's there are there is a growing pool of people. So at one point, I think I'm just going to line you guys all up and just keep handing the mic down a row and make everybody there just fucking sit there and listen to it. Well, Dude, Matt Nice is more of a dance than a speech. Wow. So. Yeah. Wow. Well, then maybe that'll kick off the reception rather than the uh, the first dance. You know, it'll be you two, then the first day. <laughs> Actually, to replace the first dance, there's not enough time according to the DJ. <laughs> maybe, maybe <laughs> we stick you guys right in the middle of the reception. Like, like there's first dance, all the dance, whatever. Everyone's doing it. And then the live band just cuts the music and goes, hey, we've got a special guest appearance. And you two come yeah. out, Blues Brothers sunglasses, and you do your yeah. thing. I mean, that's not a bad way to do it. Yeah. God. Listen, Let's do it. Think about it. Can we think do that? about it. You've, maybe. I don't know. Lucy might fucking stab hey. me in the head. Oh, don't tell her. Don't hey. tell her. Yeah, oh. no, yeah. There's going to be. I, I, okay. I have been wrestling <laughs> hey, with this. I want your guys' opinion. I'm I'm trying to come up with some surprises up my sleeve, like harmless, fun surprises, but I um, surprises nonetheless. I would love to have this day be full of uh, some some just some classic shenanigans, dude. Some positive chaos. Get, yes. If you can get the band to play Soul Man, Nate Nile, Blues Brothers, it up. Mm-hmm. I do think Soul Man. I okay, okay. This isn't, and I'm gonna pass it off after this before I come back because I my my wine leads into money, money, money. My last one, but. I need everybody, Tuesday Catch-Up listeners, Patreon listeners, I need the boys in the pod, send me great dancing party songs that a live band can play. None of the bullshit club music, I don't want it. I'm talking 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, early thousands, anything with a band, anything that a band can play, specifically, hey, we spent money to get a saxophone because daddy likes the brass. So you better, I mean, if you're thinking we're going to be, I mean, I'm playing, making them play Careless Whisper to to end the night, and I'm just going to be sitting there just drunk as fuck eating pizza on the stage. Uh, He's going to play the saxophone while I'm just (laughs) seductively dropping slices of pepperoni pizza into my mouth. And also, that's a joke. We're not getting pizza at our late night snack. That's another surprise for another day. Matt, uh, passing you the wine or shine. Quick Hell trip, yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so I I got to quite the... I, I, I know I'm talking to a bunch of stressed out travelers here, and uh, I got to say yesterday was quite the ruckus. Um, but I'm going to shine on it. Um, we missed our connecting flight and had to completely reroute our trip. And I fucking loved it. It was amazing. Um, we were supposed to get into Chicago at like 10 o'clock, which means we got home at like 1.30 in the morning off of like already a crazy couple of days. Wedding in Florida and all this stuff. We had to rent. We, we got a hotel room. We got a direct flight, which was better. And our luggage was already sitting there because we couldn't travel with our luggage because it went off to Chicago without us. It was sitting at the thing. We did not have to wait at the gate with 150 people sitting there waiting at the, the carousel. And I'm like, motherfucker, this is great. Dude, if you keep an open mind, it is not that bad. Like, as, as there's, it all depends on what you have on the back end of it. Like, if you're coming home and it's like, okay, like, if I have work tomorrow, maybe. But, like, if you have the day, like, depending on what's going on, it's really not that bad. Yeah. If you roll with the punches, you usually, and if you're a good talker, you can usually get yourself something nice out of it. 
Oh, totally. I mean, we got we had a free shuttle and whatever. I was trying to get a free hotel room, but they yeah. wouldn't give it to us because of weather. But I, we weren't too upset about it. And then, like, the one thing we were doing is, like, we just want, like, because we were hungover after the wedding. Like, we just want some McDonald's. So we were figuring out, like, how to Uber Eats it there. We're like, we'll wait till we get to the hotel. We pull into the parking lot, guys, and the motherfucking stone, uh, st- golden arches are right there sharing a parking lot with us. So I just walked there to get stuff. And I'm like, sometimes the Lord provides. Mm-hmm. Amen. Nate, at some um, point, I'm going to need you to do a, a a monologue about the McDouble because it is truly one of the best sandwiches to ever. I mean, it's it's gross yet the best thing ever. Yeah, I could write I could write up a saucy one. Okay, I ordered two yesterday. I was fucking feeling it. Yeah, dude, they're so good. Um, this is a quick one. The Cha Cha Slide Shine, uh, the greatest <laughs> wedding song of all time. And I think we need to rewrite and do a new version of like a similar said style because like. Besides the cha-cha slide, the Macarena, and whatever else, which are all phenomenal, like, I'm 15 beers deep, I'm ready to fucking cha-cha. The Macarena is the only one of that list that deserves to stay alive. There's the two Cupid, songs in my The list. Cupid Shuffle and the cha-cha slide should be burned alive. Like, if there's a Fahrenheit 451 scenario, I hope no one remembers the lyrics to those I, two songs. I'm telling you, I, I I do not like this song, but if I'm 15 beers deep on the dance floor at 1045, I am feeling that song. Dude, I like a song that tells you how to dance. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, okay, so, Nate, you, you, you raise a very valid point. Because, Lucy, I was sober last night, I DD'd, and Lucy's like, come dance. I'm like, I don't know how. Like, I don't want to. The only <laughs> times I do is, like, the Macarena, I'll fucking slap that beast, because you can Macarena yeah, any song. Dude. But, like, the Cha-Cha Slide and the Cupid Shuffle are such insufferable pieces of music. Anything that makes my grandparents get out of their chairs, I'm skeptical. <laughs> it's, it's the NRA, and it's the Cha-Cha Slide. The only two things that could get their blood pumping enough to keep moving is, is, that, <laughs> is when Joe Biden <laughs> on the TV, and when Cha Cha slides, are telling him to jump, and I don't want either of them. God damn! I I think we could re- I think we could create a new one. I really do. And if that guy is still making money on the Cha Cha slide, just think what we could do. Okay, okay. So this summer, uh, after we do, we shit your pants or whatever, or we pooped your pants. Um, <laughs> yeah. We will come up with a new Cha Cha slide, even if it's a direct ripoff. We are changing the lyrics and just fucking with it, and then we're gonna release it in a very like overdone. Like we'll we'll just buy a couple more green screen curtains and just like rent out a room and just <laughs> just do a music video. But I fucking love it. Beautiful. Uh, um. I have one more shine. I, this is a shine heavy, boys. This one be quick. I am a sucker for backdoor businesses, right? Mm-hmm. I call. I'm in Florida. I call on Google. I'm like, it's a it's a fish market. I'm looking for some shrimps. We had no no yeah. Um and <laughs> looking for some shrimps and the and the dips and stuff, all that stuff. And so, but traffic's crazy. I'm like, gotta be close. Call a fish market. And they're like, sorry, we're closed. It's the off season for us. I'm like, God damn it. It's the only place near us. I'm like, do you know where I can find another, like a place I can go to get, get these shrimp? And he's like, if you go to our address, there's a secret fish like market there. And I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. I'm like, will they be there in an hour? He's like, yeah, I would get there before five. I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> Dope as fuck. It's got like three coolers out there, had everything I was looking for. They have a scale on like a plastic table. Didn't get sick either. And I was like, God damn it. This is dope. Oh yeah. Like, hell yeah. Any secret, any secret business, speakeasy, 
back alley thing. It was probably better quality or way worse quality for a worse price. I don't care. It was fucking awesome. The experience makes it taste better. It was a great story, too. I was like, yeah, I got two pounds of shrimp to Key West Pinks from this back alley tent covered fish market. Dude. Key West Pinks was the uh, strip club I went to when I, I was down there last. <laughs> I was literally like, boy, is that a sexual name? <laughs> oh, beautiful. Matt. So anyways, that, that, that's what I got. Yeah, I, as, as I've said before on this podcast, your ability to just ask the question is what gets you into these fun stories. Versus like if like if I call a place and they're closed, I go, cool, I guess I'm not having shrimp today. <laughs> McDonald's again. Yeah. Boo-hoo. You, yep. you got to ask that question. Now, I was looking for a mechanic to do something for me, and uh, one of them, the guy I normally go to is busy, and I said, hey, w- would you know anybody in the area that you trust? And he sent me to an awesome guy who I'll go to now because he's even better. You found a guy. I got a guy. I got a guy. Got a guy. guy. Beautiful. Nate, sending it to you. Wine or shine, my man. I'm going to wine with my own sanity getting in the way of my success. So I'm at the baseball game on Saturday uh, or Sunday uh, at in, in, at Petco Park in San Diego, and seventh inning rolls around, like right after the seventh inning, and the bars the bars start closing, and I like just ran out of beer. I'm like, or I'm I, I'm looking for a, a beer, and so I go up and and I'm sunburnt, so I'm gonna go buy a hat because I know I couldn't get beer, so I decided to go get a hat instead, and you know scope out what I can find, and I overhear the bartender saying that there's a bar up at the top that had that is uh you need special tickets to get in into because it like serves a certain section but they are still serving beer. So I'm like, okay, I hear that. And so I start going up there. I'm like, okay, I don't have these tickets. I don't have these box seats or whatever, but I'm going to see what I can do because you, ne- you never know what could happen. So I get I get up there. There's a, a hallway, and normally there's an attendant, but he had to go. He like went to like throw something away, and I saw my opportunity. I, start, I walked in. I opened the door. I started walking, and I could see the bar, the oasis, the mirage <laughs> in the distance. And... I start walking. I start walking down this long hallway, and I hear him go, "Hey, hey, you have your ticket? <laughs> like, let me see your ticket." And I continue. Wa- I continue walking, and at that moment, I thought of our episode where we were talking about uh, the people who do sign language uh, during interviews and stuff like that. And it took everything in my power. To not not just continue walking, and if he caught up to me, I was going to turn around and, like, sign stuff. But I I turned around and was like, oh, sorry. I I was, you know, I heard this was still serving. He's like, yo, you got to – he looked at my ticket, and I wasn't available, or I couldn't go in there. But it took everything in my power not to turn around and sign to this man. Nate. Or that would have been so your funny. Joker origin story, Nate. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> and you couldn't get an eighth inning beer. <laughs> so I fake deaf. <laughs> I, it's funny, and I'm tired of thinking it's not. <laughs> you wouldn't get I it. I did one in your beer. Whoa! Oh, God. Just... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Which, I wouldn't have done the voice. Which one of you three just did deaf voice? <laughs> that was Matt. <laughs> I, I looked at the board for one second. I went, oh, my God. It could have been. The, the sad part could have been any three of you. I had no idea. <laughs> for sure, oh. Matt. Oh, nice job, Matt. All right, <laughs> Nate. Well done on that. You got any more on shines for us? No, that was it. 
That's beautiful. I, next time, do it just for the bit. Um, Harley. I didn't know if it was right or wrong. You know, how, where is that? It's a gray area. It's a gray area. It's a legendary story. If you get away with it, if you get caught, if you get caught and you're in and like, and then it becomes a story, then maybe you're not going to look great. (laughs) Still be a hero to me. But like, like if, if an article came out, it was like, man gets arrested faking death in a (laughs) Yeah, or, they would have had a CCTV how, camera how, of me like doing fake sign language to this man, and it would have been all over the news. How sitcom hilarious would it have been though if you fake sign and he went, "Oh, you're with the group," and he brought you into a room full of deaf people, and you had to sp- spend the rest of the game pretending to be deaf. Like the the uh, attendees of honor, something like that. Oh my god, the that would deaf have been, group yeah, of like San a, Diego. some sort of deaf association. <laughs> yeah, the deaf high school of San Diego. The best part is none of them could really tell that you like. Who are they gonna t- like? They're not gonna say you. You're not. You, you're not allowed to be in there. Like they're, they're not talking, so you're fine. He'd been fine. All you have to do is anytime someone tried to sign to tell on you, you just had to stand in front of them. Anyways. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's a great sitcom episode. I don't know who wants it. Yeah. Maybe Curb Your Enthusiasm would take that. That's like Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, that, that's yeah. That, yeah, that's Kramer like or Kirby. Yeah, it's, it's so that's such manic energy. Um, Harley, kicking it to you, wine or shine. I mine is a wine and i don't think it'll be a very long one my wine is to uh places of business that don't curate a good vibe um and i'll say a little bit more about this i went into a place like the barrel does a great job of this you guys like play good music it's like fresh you keep it fresh you do different things i went into like a thrift store and it was the worst energy i think i've been a part of in years i like left like violently anxious and angry they were like it was obnoxiously loud christian radio music and not the kind that is like subtle but the kind that like jesus was in every line it was like even if they would have played it at a church they would have been like oh that's a little (laughs) heavy-handed hey hey, we love this song can we cool it on the jesus (laughs) yeah and it was that for like 30 minutes it was it was aggressive i there were several points where i was like i why am i still in here i should just walk out well, i can't handle this those like the, the uh, it, uh, it literally made me anxious for like two hours the mark but, of a yeah good my wine is to stores you're, you're good harley you can't Continue. do that to your customers yeah i just my wine is don't do that don't blur your music don't just just be more neutral if you're gonna have i don't know Yes, you hear what I'm saying, though. Yes, you're it exactly sucks right. To walk in yeah. somewhere like that. The mark of a good place is if you don't even notice you've entered into a new vibe. Like you'll eventually pick up, like, oh, it's a good song. Whatever you're doing that, but like you know, like a place like that where they're blaring Christian or like religious music or something like that, it feels like you're doing something wrong by being in there. Like you start to feel like you stick out, and that's an anxiety-provoking feeling. Like anytime I'm in Door County in any of those shops, it feels like I'm about to be murdered or like taken into a basement. Like I don't like any of the people who own them, any of the music they play, the overall like. The decoration, all the smiling china dolls. Like I don't like any of it. You get you, like you should take care to realize like there are normal people who will be coming into your store at some point and blasting. Uh, Our mm-hmm. God is an awesome God. Maybe isn't the way to uh, to sell merch. No, it was it was worse. I'm sending you guys a picture of one of the songs, like a screen cap of it. It was it was almost so bad that in hindsight it's kind of funny. Did you like, show you know, it or like, something? No, I was typing in the lyrics because it earwormed its way into my brain. The whole day, <laughs> I was like, I love you, Jesus. It's so bad. Ricky just, Skaggs just on the that. vinyl. 
King James on the Bible. Feet on the dash while the oh. subs in the back. We grew up on that. That's not that bad. That sounds like it. It's that, bad. that could easily become a country song about banging someone's daughter. Like that's not that bad. Like that's you need to send me the play detailed it. chorus where it's like play Jesus. It. All right, Nate, can you play High Valley? Grew up on that. Uh yeah. Let me find it. It just sounds like a normal country song. Yeah, but literally. I, the, the, that it, I love how I read four sentences and started singing it. Yeah. I'm assuming in the right tune. I think no. so. And I'm hoping that it's, it's a giant like Subway country. sandwich in the back. Like one of those party subs is what they're talking about. <laughs> subs in the back. Subs in Jesus, the back. Next, Jesus right beside me. And they're, when they're saying King James, they're talking about LeBron, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Ball of life. <laughs> okay, so, so far so good. We're gonna so. get to the chorus and then turn it off. Yeah. Bow your head, take off your hat, about to say the blessing. <laughs> Treat her like a Imagine lady, better get her home by eleven. Put a little back, keep a little stash for the rainy days. Keep a good name, that's the way we were raised on the main streets and track seats. We put some country miles on them Friday nights, wide open skies, back forty wild on sweet by and by. I saw the light in a little white church way in the Harley, now, now you're so wrong. You could. That's actually. That's literally a country song. That's literally Kenny Chesney's discography. Is that? No, one song, not bad, but every different genre's variation or take on that exact song at full volume, piped into your ears, awful. I mean, I get it, but at the same time, Harley, that was low key kind of a bop. Like that's like like Morgan Wallen says the N word, and like, half of his music sounds like that. Like I'm not like there. Like, like that's not a bad. It's not that. Like bad. that's that song might be on Mom's summer playlist. Oh, one thousand percent. It's yeah, it's right next to Corn Makes Whiskey. There, it's uh, they, listen the uh, the the Venn diagram of alcoholic country listeners and and, and uh, Jesus lovers is pretty. It's a heavy heavy uh, middle section. That's just a circle, brother. We call that an eclipse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's just a circle, yeah. brother. <laughs> I, I just always go back to the becomes a platinum artist by replacing songs. He replaces Baby with Jesus, <laughs> hit recording artist. I mean, you're not wrong. Like that's a good way to the top. If you want to make, you got to make it one. And then as soon as you get famous, flip it back. You're at a good spot again. Yeah. Release a sex tape, quoting uh, South Park. <laughs> there. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah. Anyways, all right, Harley, that's a good wine, um, and you're exactly right, Matt. You should play that. Matt, we'll give you the link to that playlist. Put it on the brewery. Maybe the warm up for Hackus this weekend. Who knows? That'd be great. Uh, oh yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, nice. all right. My last wine. This is gonna propel us into a money, money, money. My wine is the uh, is uh, the the mirrors in the Coles dressing rooms, and I'd imagine this is like this in most department stores, but department store dressing room mirrors are designed to be completely unflattering. I don't think they're meant for men, like cuz I don't think they're meant for someone of like a like of any sort of height, like they're all at an, a downward angle, is so to speak. So the shadows yeah. are all shit. Like there's like I have never wanted to kill myself more than when I'm trying clothes on at Kohl's. Like I like I buy a lot of my clothes at these places, but every time I go in there to try them on, I go I literally don't think I look this fat any other time. It's a terrible thing. <laughs> so here 
is what I want to propose. Let's hit that money, money, money. All right, Sharks, I have a question for you. What's the biggest reason you put clothes back at the store? Dude, they just don't fit. They they don't look like they fit. Price is the big one, but you find something you love. You find something you love, the color, the price, the size is supposed to be right, but you bring it into that fitting room, and guess what? It looks like dog shit under the light of a department store backroom dressing thing. Now, this is my proposal. We are not selling to the customer, these guys. We are selling directly to the stores. We're selling sexy mirrors. Okay? We want to sell more merch. I'm done having people come out and hang shit back up because they don't feel like they look good in it. I'm in for a little dishonesty. I think that we make the mirrors the most flattering mirrors possible, and we sell them. And also, maybe they come with little words of affirmation on the side of it. But basically, you'd go in to try on that shirt you like, and instead of having it hug the front and sides, it would create a CGI image where it's completely flat. We just, we're just going to basically... It, these are sexy mirrors. They're flattering mirrors. And so that I guarantee if we tested this out at one store, we'd have an astronomical rise in sales because people will feel good. They'll look good. And that's half the battle. No one ever says anything about a shirt not fitting good until you look at it in the mirror. So, you put it, get a, you know, once you wear it out of the store like that, you'll be, you're set for the day. You feel good, look good. Everybody wins in this scenario. Let me pose a bit of a pivot. Okay. Not necessarily a mirror, but a smart shopping experience in front of a basically a large TV, a large screen monitor that has a camera on you, and you can swipe through, pick out the shirts or whatever, but through our AI technology and augmented reality, we make you 20 pounds lighter, and then we make each shirt fit perfectly, or each pants fit perfectly, so that you can see it in the ideal conditions, and then you just click buy, walk out of the store with it. That's not bad. I do like the idea. I like the idea because, well, that is one of the other hassles, right, is taking, like, especially I was trying on collared shirts for this wedding, and I tried on nine collared shirts, unbuttoning 54 buttons and then rebuttoning them. Yep. I was sweating, and then I'm sweating. Mm-hmm. I'm fat. I'm annoyed. I look like shit. I'm not happy. I would have rather brought everything I in, and you just scan it on your way in. You hang it on a rack, and then once yeah. you take it, hold it in front, the oh, TV yeah. just boop, puts it on you, and then you spin around. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. And then... Nate, to your point, maybe not 20 pounds. Let's not, let's not be too deceptive, but it does give you the ideal fit. Baker's dozen. Yeah, I'll take a, yeah, a good 13 pounds right off the top. Now, mm-hmm. again, Harley, you might be thinking, this feels like we're helping the corporate greed, all that stuff. But have you ever left the house in clothes you feel like you look great in? Even if you don't, if you feel like you look great in them, you're untouchable that day. You carry yourself differently. You're a happier True. guy. So this, everybody wins. What's wrong with what's wrong with us getting our backs scratched a little bit, right? And we'll help them win a little bit, but the people are out there happier. And here's the benefit. If every store did it, everybody's going to be out there looking dumb but feeling good. And that's the way we want it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, as, as a guy who has zero style um, and owns it, I'm in on this, baby. Yeah. You like this? I like love it. it. Love Best it, love customer? Investor, I, I want to think I'm looking phenomenal, and even if I don't, I really don't care. I love the untouchable feeling. Yes, there's nothing better. It's like an elixir. Mm-hmm. Nate, 
I would love to partner with you on the AI portion of this uh, to make dressing rooms easier. And I think it I think it stays aligned. Are you in as an investor, customer, both, or neither? Customer, investor, employee. Oh, beautiful! Welcome to the company. Wow! Now there that's is one the first time that's happened. There's one shark who I know isn't big on helping these corporations get bigger, but I want to see his thoughts on this because this was a pretty solid pitch. What do you think, Yardog? You know, uh, I'm on the fence about investing. As a customer, though, I mean, I, I might be happy at the Coles mirror, but maybe maybe this shows how vain I am. The first reflective surface when I get outside, I'm going to look, and you can't augment the reality of every reflective you'd surface be surprised. in a life unless you have glasses no. that come with the products. No, you'd be surprised. <laughs> if you see it for the first time and you look good in it, provided it's not drastically different, when you walk outside, you already have an image of your head of what it's supposed to be like. Your brain will trick you. We don't even know what we look like. Your hmm. brain's just constantly spitting you back an image. I think that if the first time they see themselves <laughs> wearing it, it looks that great, they're going to wear it everywhere. Huh. I think you've convinced me to at least be an investor, probably a partial customer. Yeah. I'm not, I, yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't, okay. you wouldn't seek the store out that's using this, but you're definitely in. I think it's going to make a lot of money. I think, I, I think it's going to become the industry, industry standard, and most stores will have great. it, and we won't know it. Yeah, exactly. So I just want to get in on the ground floor. I want to be one of the first people. I want to be that guy getting on the ground floor. So I'm yeah, happy I be that a first I did adopter. this. Especially wedding season, guys. Buying suits off the rack is one of the most nightmarish things you can do, and getting it tailored also sucks. So I'm just here to help yeah. everybody feel good. Um, and then there's not a single shirt that fits right. There's not a single shirt out there that is sized for anybody. It's not sized in the waist. It's not sized in the shoulders. One thing is always fucked up, but not with this mirror. And I think the mirror should be called it's Taylor. called what is it taylor t-a-i-l-o-r i like it i'm in Ooh. yes all right beautiful look at me making money anyone else got a money buddy money hell yeah brother uh Ooh. this one we have to bleep out because i think it could be our most profitable one yet hit it good afternoon sharks i come to you with a product for the ages for men guys and women uh, now, you may remember me as the true creator of needaguy.com, whoopwhoopmypants.com, and Dude Juice. Hey. Um, <laughs> I now come to you with the help of a fellow pod listener, a new product. Now, can I pose a question? You may. What's the worst part about snacking? Heartburn. That's correct, Harley. Um, only having savory chip options. Now, I bring you cereal chips. Name pending. Um, it's open for <laughs> options. Um, cereal chips. Large <laughs> Harley's giggle at the, Harley's giggle yeah. at that was just got me so hard. Yeah. <laughs> Name Shut pending. Up. Shut up. <laughs> I'm in my pitch. Just kidding. I know. It's a goofy name. It needs work. It needs work. But I, 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 let, me get, let me get through it. From the top. From the top. Good afternoon, Sharks. Just kidding. I um, now bring you cereal chips. <laughs> Large, oversized bites of cereal in the form of chips. Same aisle of the chip. Same bag style. 
But you have Golden Grahams, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Giant Peanut Butter Crunch, and Fruity Pebbles, all the size of Lay's chips that you can snack around and just munch and whatever, where you get that savory like crunch going, but you're also hitting that sweet note, which you cannot find in that aisle unless it's candy or some sort of like shit. Yeah, question. Um, uh, you can share or you can hoard this. Now, which one of you units is going to be on this idea with I, me? But, Chum, you have by the way, I'm in no matter what. I want to let that be very clear. I'm going okay, yeah. to ask to add something, <laughs> but I want you to know you've already got my money. So this you could easily say no. <laughs> now, you know how those cereal bars came out a couple years ago with the milk base where they had like, like the sweet state? Now, what if we had just a thin coating on the chip of that before the before the sweet? Or like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like not a thick chip, still like a Lay's, but it's got a little bit of that sweetness to go with it because you that's the the allure no. of cereal it's not dry cereal okay. it's cereal milk okay 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 i got an addition here it's Wait, not a, a not a full layer but we call them cereal dips and it's just like the corner of one one little like corner of the thing has is like dunked or like one round yep. is dunked and so Ooh. it's you like guys, you take that you guys bite. Are going, so it's pre you... pre-dipped cereal in milk yes yes uh-uh, uh-uh. one further you guys are thinking about it too small. You gotta think big. You have like, does Tostitos put the fucking salsa in the bag? No, they make you buy another product. A jar of milk. It. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like frosting. You're dipping it into frosting, basically, right? Okay, you're you're not essentially, wrong. yeah. But let me say this: Tostitos not nearly as good as just picking up a bag of Doritos. You know what I mean? Because there's no dip. You don't get you like cheese fingers where you dip it and your and your fingers That's are too true. big for the rim. I think you need to keep this on one chip. I think you gotta keep it on. I think the whole thing could be like a fruity pebble chip with just that corner mm-hmm. dipped. Because everybody eats one chip at a time, right? I I think Nate's on. I think I would back Nate's horse in this with your idea, Matt. Okay. Okay. I like that. I'm in. But yeah, you've you've got my money. You take my money now, please. <laughs> We're going to see these in two years. We'll be able to sue Kellogg's for millions, or at least thousands. Yeah, or hundreds. Yeah, you think they would settle if we really started making a big stink? Maybe. If they would just give us 10000 in hush money? If we partnered with like Great Value, where it's like Fruity Dino Bites and shit, where the cereal's the exact same, (laughs) but if we partnered with them, be like, hey, want to beat Kellogg's to market with better shit? And so we do it, and then Kellogg's would eventually buy us out for a lot of money. I, yeah, Matt. Bravo, and bravo to whatever tomato person uh, also contributed because they knew they knew how to tap into the unit mindset. Hell tomato yeah, girl Franny, do. I think. Mm-hmm. Gang, gang. She uh, she gets a she gets a big two thumbs up. She gets a, she gets a, she gets, a, she gets a, a two thumbs up from the units on the cast. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Very nice. Harley, are you in as an investor, customer, or both? You said both. An investor, yeah. Yeah, beautiful. Matt, look at that. Two out of two tonight. I love it. All right. Uh, any people's courts or let's wrap this thing up? Wrap this thing up because I got to turn on this fan. I'm sweating bullets, right, dude. I got AC tomorrow. Yeah, let's put a, let's put a yeah. bow on this thing. Uh, Harley, I'm throwing it to you for final thoughts first. Uh, final thoughts. This was a good episode. <laughs> News is back. And uh, that was <laughs> enjoyable. <laughs> we, I almost got our host off the rails, but it was, it was a fun cast. I'm unfucking. I'm, I'm excited to retire from teaching. A, no, retire. Not from and, this uh, podcast. Go to the summer party, <laughs> the barrel. Yeah. Hell yeah! You gonna be there? Yeah, I'll be there Saturday. And I'll be there Friday. You're getting a double dose of Fredrickson throughout the weekend. Um, Beautiful Harley. Thank you for giving this episode a, a good versus an average. Appreciate that as always, Matt. Final thoughts from you. 
Wow, wow, wow. Sunburnt, crispy, and fried. This guy's ready for the week, I guess. I don't know. It's always hard after vacation, but we're going to give it a try, I guess. It's a fun week. Join the Patreon. Yeah. It is a fun week. It's <laughs> going to be great. Hackus, baby. Hackus at Barrel 41. Hackus, a lot of our listeners are Wisconsin. So if you're listening to this from like Milwaukee, Madison, if there's ever been a time to drive two hours up, also to hang out with the Tuesday Catch Up Group, you really want to do that. Uh, yeah. Barrel 41, Friday, Saturday night, live bands, music, food. Harley and I will be there as well. That drunk at some point. Um, nice final thoughts. Love you, Matt. Uh, Nate, you're up. Final thoughts. What's up, shitheads? This is Nate. <laughs> Nate Nation rocking it, holding it down. Just a reminder, we've got a voicemail. So check out our Instagram. It's on HaydenFComedy.com. And you can call in, leave us a voicemail. We'll play it on the podcast. Be as funny or not funny as you want. I'm glad the news is back. And if you want to watch these on YouTube instead of listen to them on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, they are on YouTube now. So feel free to check it out. If you want to subscribe to the Patreon, you get the preamble and post-amble as well in video. So see you next Tuesday. And anything that we deem uh, not good, not not okay enough to put out to the mass public. So there's always goodies on yeah. there. Uh, my final thoughts, join the Patreon. Can't beat it. Good content. Patreon offering is banging. Can't believe it. Um, we're happy to be here. Hackers party this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Harley. Love you, Matt. Love you, Nate. This has been the Tuesday catch up. We're all caught up. One, two, three. <laughs> he turned to me as if to say.